Today I'm dealing with behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, there was a prophecy. You've got to see the overall picture here. You've got to come to an understanding that behind the scenes, there was a prophecy about 500 years before the actual event. That's a long time. I almost thought yesterday a prophecy delayed is not a prophecy denied because if it is a word from God, it will be fulfilled. Amen? But the Bible said in Zechariah 9, 9, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. This is 500 years before the event. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. We all know what Jesus did on that first Palm Sunday. Yes, he rode into Jerusalem on a young donkey to the cries of Hosanna, Hosanna, which means save now. They're, they're literally saying save now. That wasn't the plan, but they didn't see the plan. They didn't know what was going on behind the scenes. So they said save now or save we pray. And the people waved palm branches. Why did they do that? Were they doing that just because they were hot? No. The palm branch is a symbol of victory, a symbol of triumph, a symbol of peace and eternal life. And surely through Jesus Christ, we have that. Isn't that marvelous? But behind the scenes, behind the scenes, the people, they saw Jesus as a political solution. What a political solution? Yes, to their unpleasant condition. But Jesus was no political figure. He had a spiritual solution in mind. Are you hearing me? Sometimes we want to do it in the physical realm, but, but Jesus and the power of the might of the Holy Spirit working in us wants to work it out in the spirit. There's things in your life that God wants to work out in the spirit if you'll just allow him. Yes, Jesus had a spiritual solution. He wasn't a politician. Thank you, Jesus. What was his spiritual solution? His plan was to purchase back, to take back what Satan had stolen. That was his plan. All this was in his mind. Jesus is riding down that dusty road and everything behind the scenes was in his mind. Things that the people could not see, his disciples did not understand. But it was on his mind, behind the scenes. But what was behind all this? <clears throat> what was happened behind the scene that caused this event? That put Jesus on this course? Jesus in the physical realm, follow me now, Jesus in the physical realm was faced with a trifecta of opposition. In that, first, he had the Roman Empire that ruled with a fist of iron watching over him. And they had no problem crushing anything that they felt like was coming against their agenda. So first, he had the Roman Empire that was there, and they controlled the, uh, the, the Jerusalem. They controlled the surrounding areas. Matter of fact, they controlled most of the world. And they were dealing with nations with a rod of iron. That's first. Second, he had the, he had the Jews' puppet king, Herod. And he was not the friend of Jesus. Are you hearing me? He also would have destroyed Jesus. Third, 
He had, a, he had religious leaders, the high priest and his council, that was constantly trying to ensnare him. So you see, all this is in his mind. He's got a trifecta of opposition, and all these, these entities are coming against him. He, some people, we think today that everybody's against me, and they're really not. But in Jesus' day, in reference to Jesus, Pastor Kenny, they were against him. Why? Because there was something different about him. He spoke like no other man. He acted like no other man. He did things that others could not do. And behind the scenes, he knew who he was and he understood clearly his agenda. Behind the scene, there was in the life of Jesus, there was pain, there was suffering, there was rejection. Behind the scene was a man also that was going to betray him. Who is he going to betray? The way the truth, and the life. Behind the scene, this is all in the mind of Christ because nothing got by him. He himself was omniscient. He was omnipotent. He was all-knowing, all-powerful. Let me tell you, he knew these things were happening, but it didn't stop him from taking that ride that day toward purpose, toward purpose. Can you say that? He rode toward purpose. All of this I mentioned was in the physical realm, the trifecta of opposition, the betrayal, all in the physical realm. But behind the scenes in the spiritual realm, there was something far more sinister. And Jesus started clarifying it for us in John 14, 29 through 30. He said, now I have told you before it, before it comes to pass, really a prophet or a prophecy, you should tell it before it comes to pass, not after it happens and say, this is what God said to me. No, no, say it before, and that's what he's saying. Now I've told you before it comes to pass <clears throat> that when it comes to pass, you might believe. That's what prophecy is all about. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of the world comes. The prince of the world, he's identifying here, pastors. He's identifying Audience, listen to me. He's identifying our problem. The prince of the world is coming. And he hath nothing in me. What did he mean by that? Nothing in him was like Jesus. Nothing in the prince of the world was like the king of kings. Nothing, the love, the mercy, the generosity, the ability to save. Nothing like him. And then he goes, the, the apostle Paul clarifies also he says and you hath he quickened in Ephesians 2 1 and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin you were dead behind the scenes hear me when I tell you that day everyone was dead oh they were walking around they were living they were breathing and they could cry Hosanna but hear me church they were dead like zombies crying out because they had no real life he said, where in time past you walk according to the course of this world. Now watch this. According to the prince and the power of the air. This was behind the scenes. The prince and the power of the air. This pseudo king. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's what he says. The prince and the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. That's what Jesus had to contend with in the spiritual realm. And it was a sinister spirit. It was a spirit that wanted to destroy. And you see, Satan is not all-knowing. So he didn't know the complete plan. So Jesus, 
He, he would destroy anything that looked like it was going to tamper with his kingdom. But Jesus overcame. So what was happening behind the scene? Satan, hear me, hear me. What was happening behind the scene? Satan was happening behind the scene. Forget the Pharisees, the Sadducees, forget Pontius Pilate, forget Herod, forget the Roman Empire, forget all those, the trifecta of opposition. What was behind it? Hear me when I tell you, the prince and the power of the air, Satan was behind it. And he laughed and mocked at, the, at Jesus. Why do you think Jesus wept? In the garden, and he sweat, his sweat was like great drops of blood. He literally, blood came out of his pores. It was that, uh, the opposition that he felt internally and externally. Satan was on the scene trying to change his mind. You see, on that day, Jesus rode down that dusty trail in Jerusalem. He knew that he was about, he was about to defeat the one who wanted to take God's place, his father's place. What do you mean? He wanted to take God's place for God so loved the world. If Satan had won, that would never have happened. He wanted to take God's place and in Jesus' mind, his father's place. He also knew all of mankind was in the balance. Behind the scene, he knew all this as he's sitting on that donkey, as he's riding into Jerusalem. That all of mankind, not just those few people there in Jerusalem, but all of mankind was in the balance, past, present, and future. All of mankind. Behind the scene, this happened. And behind the scene, this something had happened many millennia before. What? Well, this is it. Isaiah 14, 12. How art you fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning or morning star? How art thou cut down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? This is the problem. This is why the ride. This is why he was headed toward a cross. In Isaiah 14, 13, for thou hast said in your heart, this is what Satan said in his heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. This is what Satan was doing. You want to know behind the scenes, this is it. This is why all the pain, the suffering, the tears, all that he went through was because of this. The day Satan, then Lucifer, made the decision to ascend to the sides of the north and attack God Almighty, which is inconceivable. Something that God created is now attacking him. Sounds like a lot today. You create somebody and help them. And what do they do? They turn around and attack you. And who would you say they're, they're a lot like? I'm not going to say it, but it seems to me they're a lot like their father, the devil. But he wanted to attack God. He wanted to send to the sides of the north and attack. And the earth at that point, <clears throat> the earth, hear me, the earth went into a violent disturbance, a convulsion. Everything that was good, everything that was holy, everything that was paradise went into convulsion. For Lucifer was cast down. Lucifer was cast down to the earth, which was his office at that time. And since then, the whole earth, all of creation moans and groans and nations shake and tremble. Am I right or wrong? And on that first Palm Sunday, on that first Palm Sunday, thank you, Jesus. 
for giving us that. On that first Palm Sunday, all the people could see was a man riding into town on a donkey. But I see behind the scenes was the king of glory, the king of this world and the worlds to come. Behind the scene, Jesus knew what had happened because of the fall of Lucifer. He knew all that. That's what drove him to the cross. And he looked beyond the dusty road that was before him and he saw his destiny. And let me add this. He saw his destiny. He saw his purpose. And he saw you. He looked through time and he saw you, my dear. He loves you. He saw you. You are his purpose. Jesus was riding down the, listen to this. Jesus was riding down the halls of time to bring light into your darkness. Sometimes you feel like you just don't know which way to turn. I don't know what's up or down. I can't see. He rides into our life to bring light into our darkness. You see, all of creation has to, has to see what happened when Satan got involved. Because Jesus riding down that road was about to correct what Satan had disturbed. You see, all of creation went into a convoluted state. What's a convoluted state? A twisted state. And when sin entered the garden, even the animals, when sin entered the garden, even the animals that once lived in peace now turned on one another. Sin will cause you to turn on those things you love most. Violence entered the garden the day man listened to the fallen one. Hear me. Are you ready for this? Nothing Satan has to offer is uplifting or helpful. Nothing. Now, Jesus saw this behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, we understand he had just gone on a mission, a little trip, evangelistic trip, and he just raised Lazarus from the dead. But you have to understand of all the good works he did, that was not even on his mind. What was on his mind was this right here. He had to defeat the fallen one. Nothing Satan has to offer is uplifting and helpful. Nothing he says will bring life or abundance. Nothing. Why? Because he speaks from his fallen state of depravity. There is no goodness in him. His character doesn't lend itself to creation, just destruction. You don't think Jesus saw that? That's why he was headed down the road that week, that day, headed for his week of passion. He knew what was before him. Mankind and all of his seed with all of creation now is because of the fall was in a state of disorder and confusion. You might say we're out of balance. For balance demands proper orbit. And my friend, we, especially then, they were out of orbit. They were not in sync with the master. They were not in sync with their creator. Behind the scenes was a world that didn't look like anything God created it to be. Did you hear me? Behind the scenes that day, as he looked across the city, he he wept. Why? Because it didn't look like anything his father had created. There was no love. There was no mercy. There was no compassion. There was no helping hand. There was no healing. Nothing. 
everyone turning on one another. Instead of us orbiting around the Prince of Glory, Jesus Christ, we now find our orbit around his, around lies. We like to hang around, the mankind wanted to hang around with lies and treachery and selfish desires. And because of sin, we find ourselves orbiting around the Prince of Darkness instead of the Prince of Light. Am I right? The Prince of Peace. I read to you, the Bible says in Isaiah 14, 12, that the Lucifer fell, he did weaken the nations. Weaken the nations. And I want you to hear this behind the scenes. You need to listen to your pastor today. Whenever or wherever Satan falls, if it's in your life, if it's in your business, if it's in your family, if it's in your finances, if it's in your health, wherever he falls, you can mark it down. He weakens whatever he touches. That's why Jesus rode that day. He had a plan. I said earlier, because of sin, mankind was moved out of proper orbit. But here is the solution. The one thing that will weaken the gravitational pull of Satan's dark scheme, the answer lies in the day star, Jesus Christ. When he applies the force of the Holy Spirit, this dark planet loosens its power and the sun takes over, not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N, the son of the living God. And that's what he saw. He knew that. Behind the scene, there was a lot of turmoil. Jesus was about to take the weight of the world upon himself and defeat Satan openly. He wasn't going to defeat him secretly. He was going to show him, he was going to defeat him openly. You ought to be happy about that. So 2,000 years ago, I'm almost through. There's no way to exhaust this subject. 2,000 years ago, the hope of all ages rode on a colt into Jerusalem. The Bible says on the next day, much people, John 12, 12, on the next day, much people that were come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, Hosanna, save us. They didn't realize what they were saying. They wanted him to come right then and take them out of the, the rule and reign of Rome. But Jesus had a far greater plan than that. They'd say, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that comes in the name of the Lord. Behind the scenes, what they didn't see, behind the scene was a king that no one could see or understand. No one saw it. The disciples didn't see it. The scribes, the Pharisees, the Roman rulers. Nobody really understood what he was doing. No one could see or understand. He was about to change the course of history. Sitting on a donkey. <laughs> Are you hearing me? He changed my life because he sat on that donkey. What do you mean? He followed the prophetic words, the words from his father. And today, hear me, I'm about to close. Today he has changed, hear this. And this isn't behind the scenes. This is in your scene right now. Today, he has changed your history from one of being lost to one of eternal peace and happiness. So what was really behind the scene? What was really behind the scene? Here we go. You were on his mind. That is what was behind the scene. 
It was all a plan, all a setup to save Alan Meshagan. Put your name there. It was all a setup and a plan to save mankind. What? Save mankind from themselves. Because Satan had weakened us. But now long, no longer am I weak, I am strong. Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the dumb say I can speak. Let the, the, the blind say I can see. Why, how can I say that? Because greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Who's in the world? The prince and the power of the air. And Jesus defeated him. Amen? So today I want to just pray with you. Thank you for joining us on this Palm Sunday. I do appreciate you so much. I just want your behind your scene to be better. See, a lot of people look at you and they see you smiles and it's fake smiles. Your joy and it possibly is fake joy. Behind that is, is hurt and pain. And I want to see in your behind the scenes, I want to see you rejoice today. I want you to be happy because the Lord is touching. Are you ready to pray? Whatever it is that you feel like you need Jesus to ride into your life, I want you to place your hand on your heart. Father, I have ministered your word, and I've said things, God, that I believe needed to be heard because behind the scene, most people didn't really see the battle that was raging. A tremendous battle was raging. That only eternity will define for us, that we'll be able to understand. But God, there are people that are sitting listening to me today on Facebook, on YouTube, on other, on, on other media methods. Lord, I'm asking you right now, whether it be in the home or an office, God, right into their life. Open the door, oh God. Bring light into their darkness. Let them see and sense and feel your great power. Lord, loosen the chains that have bound them. Loosen the grip, O oh God, that, that Satan has placed upon them where they can hardly breathe anymore. Take away the, the, the sorrow and replace it with joy. God, I know that you're with me. I know that you've heard me, and I know it shall come to pass because, God, you are here today. Your anointing is with me, and you have never failed me. So, Lord... In this short message, I know, God, that it can transform someone's life because behind the scenes, I was on the mind of Jesus. I was in the heart of Jesus. And I thank you, God, for this day. And I thank you for touching that little lady there, that man, that young boy and girl. I thank you, God, for touching. In Jesus' name, it shall come to pass.